ladybirds. Beetles are not everyone's favourite creatures, but almost everyone agrees that ladybirds are lovely. And of course, ladybirds, with their hard outer wing case and six little legs, are a classic beetle, a poster girl for the beetle world. Ladybird motifs adorn children's pyjamas and slippers, school bags and pencil cases, raincoats and chocolates. We all love ladybirds. Encountering a ladybird in a park or a garden summons smiles all round. And since childhood, I've been led to believe that a ladybird landing on me means good luck will follow. In folklore, it was said that if you make a wish on a ladybird that lands on your hand, luck will come from the direction it flies away in. Ladybirds belong to a group of insects called Coccinellidae, from the Latin meaning clad in scarlet. The Holy Virgin Mary was also traditionally depicted as wearing a red cloak, hence the naming of these little bugs after Our Lady, the Blessed Virgin Mary. The Irish name is Boin de, meaning little cow of God. The Spanish name is Vaquia de Dios, which also translates as little cow of God. In medieval Europe, ladybirds were believed to be sent from the heavens to save crops from harm. This belief is entirely logical, as ladybirds eat a lot of aphids, and aphids can cause devastation to crops. A single ladybird will chomp through as many as 5,000 aphids in its lifetime, and anything that consumes crop pests at such a phenomenal rate is of course a crop farmer's friend. It's not such a leap of faith to imagine that these little red creatures were sent by God to save the crop from harm. There are thousands of species of ladybird all over the globe, each a little different in where it lives and how it fits in with its environment. In Ireland, we have 19 species of ladybird. Some are orange or brown with big white spots, others are yellow with black spots. But most of our ladybird species carry the iconic red cloak adorned with lovely round black spots. In nature, red is often the colour of danger the combination of red and black even more so. In the case of our ladybirds, this isn't a false cry. When under attack, ladybirds produce defensive chemicals which ooze out through their pores and their legs. This oily secretion smells and tastes foul. Once tried, never forgotten, so I'm told. In days long gone, people used to eat ladybirds to treat a toothache believing that the foul-tasting fluid would heal the ache. It's a prescription I'm not inclined to try. For non-human predators of ladybirds, the taste is an effective deterrent from prospecting marauders. So ladybirds have what I'd see as a rather easy life. Once they find a few plants with plenty of aphids, they can chomp away to their little heart's content and nothing much is interested in harming them, except for a nasty parasitic wasp which lays its eggs inside the ladybird and stretches out the horror of its invasion until the poor little ladybird eventually perishes. I'll spare you the gory details, but I imagine that being invaded by a parasitic wasp is far worse a fate than simply being eaten. Given that ladybirds are such a helpful little creature, loved by gardeners and crop farmers alike, no one wants the parasitic wasp to get any more widespread than it already is. For the ladybirds, it's a game of chance. 
and most ladybirds cruise through life without any knowledge of this potential fate. At the moment, as summer morphs into autumn, many plants are putting their energy into setting seed, and ladybirds are busy chomping through the remaining aphid populations, building up energy before they go into hibernation for the winter months. When the temperatures fall and days shorten, ladybirds gather en masse for their winter dormancy. Dozens of ladybirds hide out together in sheltered nooks and crannies, in the crevices of old oak trees, or between the joints of fence posts, beneath a rock or under a log. The shared body heat and safety in numbers helping the odds of surviving the winter. But for now, our ladybirds are still out and about, and being as colourful as they are, they aren't hard to spot among the green growth of summer. Some species of ladybirds do well in cities too, where a plentiful supply of aphids among the roses and shrubs of city parks and gardens means there's always ample food for them to thrive. In times of insect Armageddon, it's good to know that ladybirds seem to be doing all right, playing their part in the balance of nature, bringing delight to children, prosperity to farmers, and a helping hand to gardeners. Long may these humble little creatures, so good to have around, bring joy and good fortune wherever they tread. <laughs>